With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to High School Hoops with your hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Steger. Welcome, welcome, welcome to High School Hoops. Um, Today, this week and next week, what I've done is I've gone and grabbed some of my most popular Coach Unplugged podcasts, ones that I think that you will really enjoy. I'm giving Jake a little bit of a break from high school hoops. Uh, he's got uh, some family stuff going on and he's been really busy. So I thought I'd go back and, and grab a couple of those that you really like. I think, I think you'll love, I think you'll really love these podcasts. Um, there are some of the, some of the most popular ones on coach unplugged and, um, I think you'll really enjoy them. Um, before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. I cannot imagine a better shooting machine. I know we're having problems possibly getting into our gym this summer. We are going to find a place and take our Dr. Dishes with us. So wherever we can find a gym, we're going to take our Dr. Dishes with us. Um, If you mention um, Coach Unplugged High School Hoops, teachhoops.com, Coach Collins, anything, they'll give you $400 off. And also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you're looking to become a better basketball coach, if you're looking to take your coaching to the next level, if you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking for resources, if you're looking for the one-stop shop, there's nothing else on the market like it. We, I will help you um, in this great journey. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a very unique product. It's one I would have wanted. It's built by... You know, one of the winningest basketball coaches in the state of Wisconsin over the last 20 years probably had the most successful, at least Division I program, I know for sure, or which is the biggest in our state. Um, but probably in the Midwest, we've been, we've been that successful since numerous players to play, both in the NBA and professionally. Um, but I want to help you. That's what, what I could have used. Um, I had some mentors, but something I could have used as a young coach. So go over and check it out um, and do it now before prices go up. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Talk to you soon. One. All right, coach. So let's just jump right in and you tell me, um, 
why you picked this press. Because I've run running, I've run the um, run and jump before. I've run a two two one. I've run a one three one three quarter court. Why why the one two two? Well, when I first started coaching, I was more of a man to man coach. Okay. Um, before I came to Boonville, I've been here for eight years. And I was up in Northeast Missouri, a place called uh, Scotland County, Memphis, Missouri, and coaching girls. And we had a group that, like I said, we used to get up in you, switch off screens, maybe throw out some zone. But this this group wasn't going to be as, as as quick. So I wanted to do something where um, we could take and still maybe get some turnovers, you know, run okay. something maybe a little bit different than other people do. But um, knowing we wouldn't get as many turnovers, pressure man to man, I wanted to run some type of system uh, where I know uh, we could take and, like I say, kind of get some uh, get some turnovers along the way. But it's a little bit different than man to man. So I went with the uh, the one two two ball press. Okay, and why? And you don't have you don't have the um... You do not have the shot clock, correct? We do not. Okay. Because um, I think if the, 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 it would be interesting to ask coaches in states that have it. I bet there's a lot of one two two run. I bet there's a lot of two two one run for people to have shot clocks. Um, so what do, you think the, what do you think the strength and the weaknesses of this press are? Well, definitely I, think, you know, I think to be a good coach, you need to know the strengths, but then you need to know the weaknesses because people are going to try to counter your weaknesses is the reason sure. I'm asking. You know, and I got a list here of things like when it comes to like advantages, you know, things that are and, and, and I've been lucky enough here at Boonville to take and have um, above average um, athletes. Right. Um, especially for what we see in mid-Missouri in, in our in our class where we've been in class three. Now we're in class four the last couple of years. So it kind of takes advantage of using your athlete athletes, you know, getting traps, just the pressing makes and misses. But again, with ball press one, it takes and you're constantly applying pressure. Um, we do something different. We take and um, we press makes and misses um, where, you know, most teams around here might run a one, two, two zone press after a make, you know, we're going to ball press and run that one, two, two zone back to a trapping one, two, two, both makes and misses. So it's something different, something that you have to prepare for differently. Um, again, it gets, it, it forces the opponents in a, um, an unorganized style of play, you know, especially okay. off the misses, you know, everybody has an organized press breaker off makes, but on a miss, you know, you don't know who's going to be handling the ball. And again, you might get some easy uh, turnovers there. So it's an unorganized style of pe- uh, play. Um, again, it forces opponents out of the normal offense. Um, one of the coaches um, around here in mid-Missouri after the game this year, he had a comment in the paper basically saying when, when they play us, you have to be able to just to kind of make plays because your structured offense, your zone offense, you might, you know, we're going to probably do something maybe to take you out of it. You know, you know, we're going right. to try to you know, throw different, you know, trapping system we might you know trap one possession next next look the next possession might uh we might peel back in the passing lane or, or do and something you have different. calls for those but that's all on reads all okay. on reads with the girl okay. where but but the the rule which we'll go over later on is you can't do the same thing more than twice in a row so okay. if we trap twice in the baseline corner the next time we either have to play pass lane back to the guard or we have to bluff and peel back in the passing lane just to kind of keep them off balance a little bit okay. um with us, like this year, we took and um, I think we not just turnovers. We probably averaged about eighteen plus steals a game. Okay. You know, I think the uh, looking at the the stuff off huddle assist, our our opponent's turnover percentage was somewhere in the upper thirties. So you know, this defense kind of gave us a lot of chances to get easy, uh, you know, steals, which led to points in transition. Okay. You, you get those quite a bit. Um, you know, just the defensive intensity, and and honestly, kids. I mean. 
players like to press. They like to get up and down and, and do some things. That's a, that's a plus. That is definitely a plus. Yeah. And, and that's what's good about this defense is it's a very tempo control. Um, you can take – if you want to slow teams down, you can maybe run a little bit more of a contained type press where you're just kind of less trapping, just uh, slowing the, uh, the tempo down a little bit. If you want to be like us, we're very aggressive out of it. So we can take and trap, you know, all over the floor in all four corners in the quarter court. Some, some coaches I know only trap the baseline corners. So you can take and tweak it whatever way you want. It doesn't matter if you're having, you know, if you got quick players, slow players, tall, short, there's uh, different ways you can take and adjust it to, uh, to uh, you know, uh, help your personnel and what you have. Okay. You know, weaknesses with it, um, you know, teams with us, if we – we've had the luxury of getting ahead a lot. Um, and I'll tell my girls, it, it's, it's important that we take and get a lead because, you know, if you get behind at times and we'll take an extended and try to trap and, but teams might take and spread you out a little bit, right. you know, they can, they kind of control the tempo compared to, you know, us right. control. So, you know, um, teams, you know, the, the high post area with a one, two, two can be you know, vulnerable a little bit. You know, if you put a playmaker or something or a, a nice post in the high post, that can kind of give you, give you problems a little bit. Um, shooters, like anything else, shooters can, especially in the corners, because you have those threes in the back, uh, you know, but if you get threes in the back, they have to basically cover corner to corner. So if somebody takes and, you know, picks on a slower three, that can maybe take and uh, kind of be a disadvantage for you. Um, okay. But so that's kind of when it comes so, to the so defense. So I'm, I'm, I'm playing you and, and, and um, I'm more athletic than you. Does that, I mean, can you, for, uh, maybe I need to reword this. I'm less athletic than most of the teams in my conference. Can I run this against my conference? Team? Yes. Um, if I'm less athletic. Yeah, I would say take a look at, and this is more up your direction, but um, towards Springfield, Illinois, okay. legend coach Neil Alexander coaches at Lincoln, Lincoln, uh, Illinois. Um, he is usually, when you, if you look at game, uh, game films of his, uh, he usually has probably the – the lesser of the athletes, but he runs it where he stays. It's, it's a great equalizer defense where if you're a little bit less skilled or less athletic, it, it can maybe keep you in the games more where you have a chance at the end type thing, just because now again, you might not be as aggressive and trap as much out of it, but uh, maybe you contain a little bit more on the, the top of the press. And then once you start getting more into the quarter court, half court, maybe you start trapping a little bit more, be a little bit more aggressive, but you know, if you get into it quick off misses, you can slow them down. Maybe they're not going to get their points in transition. So that was the one thing that kind of sold on me earlier was because I had some of those teams. And even my first year here at Boonville, um, we were very, very young. and But it kept us in games. And those girls got older. Then once they started getting a little bit more older and a little bit more athletic, more skilled, it, it, it just had a different look to it. But uh, so, yes. You can. Okay. Um, all right. So let's go through the basic drops of it. And then I'm sure I'll have questions on that. Okay. Do you want me to start with the, like the full court or yeah, the... do the full court, do the full court, do the full court stuff. Okay. Can you see? Okay. I can. It's perfect. Yep. I might take and move over here. People yeah. That's see. perfect. Yep. But okay. So we have, we have different pickup points and the, and the, the Steve, the thing about the pickup points are cause we can go full court so, I mean, this is three-quarter court right here. Right. So, I have my – and I label my uh, my players. We have a one. We have the twos. 
and we have the three. I love that. How, where'd you get that? Because I used that this year when we put it in. I like that. Where'd that you was get just that? one of my my former former coach. Who I um, when we started running this, you know, him and I talked quite a bit about it, and that's kind of how he did it. Okay, he just labeled that way. Now, like when it first came about in Illinois, and even um, Lauren Wallace here at Quincy, Illinois, he would label a point your uh, wings and your backs. So, but we, we went ahead and just had like a numbering system. So, cause when we trap, we call it one, two traps, we call it two, three traps. It's just what we did. But we have the, the pickup points for us is we can move. So this is your three quarter court. This is our base defense. Everything we do makes or misses. This is pretty much what we do majority of the time. If not all the time, we it's get into three, three quarter, quarter court. court. Yep. But is it can, really hard to run it full? I have found uh, most high school teams cannot full, run it full. I think around three quarter. Girls, I think, you know, especially at our level and everything, I think it, it, it's, you know, if you have a little bit of the depth and everything, you know, it become it becomes more of like a diamond and one type, right. you know. But, um, you know, we're not going to find too many girls who can make those long, deep, diagonal passes. Boys, like with you, what you coach and everything, right? it might be a little bit different. You, okay. you might – we don't like to give up a whole lot of stuff on the back end, which – and we really, we don't give up a lot of stuff. Um, you know, boys, coaches might have to – live with that a little bit more but so we can pick up full court we can take and go three quarter court we can back it up we're the one i mean everybody has like the volleyball lines the spike line we right. can bring the one to there the twos in back up 15 feet from her the threes would back up based off the twos okay or and we just basically call we'll just this defense to us is our blue defense so that would just be i'll just tell the girls hey we're in half we just keep it simple or then we'll go quarter court which is um and with half court we will then trap right when they come across into the front court. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it, okay. Yeah, with with the three quarter court, we can trap, you know, in the back court or the front court. Pretty much okay. in between those volleyball lines is our where we want to take it the trap, or we can just basically drop it back into like the quarter court where the twos are at the elbows, kind of like what you see right. over here in some of these drills. Okay. Um, so that's our pickup points, and the, the you know the main things with the ball press it are, you know, first of all, you want you know. Think about like the volleyball court, you know, draw, that vol the draw the volleyball court on there. Just dotted, put, put it in dotted lines. Cause Let's say we take in, I'm trying to think here. I think it's, yeah, I think it's like there. Cause I talk about this all the time when we do it is the, the volleyball lines. Yep. Like we want to trap outside the volleyball line. Yeah. And that's, what's perfect is, you know, that's where you want to keep the ball on the outside and not let it go through the middle, which it's like any zone defense, even in the half court, you know, right. keep the ball. You know, we don't want that a penetrating pass or a penetrating dribble in our zone. Same thing here. You want to keep it outside the volleyball lines. Um, so when we start teaching the ball press, we will take – and even on day one, we'll do a lot of these quarter-court drills, but we'll at least show them and do something in the three-quarter court just because that's the way we want to play. We want to start developing that mentality with them. So you do and, the, you do the parts – and then you do yes. the hole. Yep. Well, so exactly. um, you do the hole is the entire one, two, two. Yep. Okay. Yep. And, um, and then as we go, we'll start adding more drills and there might be a day, like the first day of practice, um, we might take and get them in their positions and just kind of let them play out of it just to get them pressing, make some misses. It might be the ugliest thing you see, but we know eventually we can start cleaning up. You know, we'll tell them, I said, we just want to get your legs in shape and get your, that mindset of you guys pressing, make some misses. You're probably going to give up stuff. That's okay. Eventually, we're going to break this thing down, and we're going right. to clean it up. But we okay. just want to get you in that, knowing where you're supposed to be. Okay? 
So when the ball goes in, you may just go through like the different. Yeah, just go through the different drops and where you're trying to funnel. And because I think we did it, we did a pretty good job of it's kind of like being on strings moving side to side. Yes, it Um, is. So it took a while to get that movement, but it's almost like a dance. Um, Yeah. And we always talk about people listening, it's a little bit harder to understand what I'm talking about. But when the ball goes from side to side, it's like this dance going. It is. And, and that's one of the main things is you want to, all five players should be moving at the same time. When that ball, you know, when, when a player pivots, you should be moving. You should be pivoting. You should be reading and anticipating that, that pass. You know, when the ball gets reversed and it, it's moving, everybody should be moving on airtime. So you're, you're in sync. You know, yep, in, that, in sync that, that anticipation thing where you do your breakdown stuff was very, that was helpful as far mm-hmm. as figuring out. Sure. Yeah. So I'm going to go, I'm hoping you can see this here. Yeah, it's perfect. Yep. But this is just a simple 2-1-2 press offense. So when the ball goes in, R1, R1's job is to pressure, and their job is to get them going up the sideline, and hopefully like in a speed dribble. Now, they have to make sure they can't get behind the ball. They get, We always just talk about getting your head on the ball, um, and, and we're pretty much back to the other person. If, if this is somebody who's a little bit quicker – you might have to lessen your angle a little bit, maybe get a little bit more towards the front. But usually we're playing in between. Right here's our one. Um, you can do that. You can play that a couple of ways. You can, just like we do in the quarter court, if they want to play more passingly than they can, if they want to bluff and peel back, it's up to so the coach. So you teach the I'm going to come up, I'm going to bluff like I'm coming up and come back. Yeah, we'll, we'll go yeah. over it and teach it. But a lot of times we like to put pressure as much as we can. So, so you want to pressure the top. Yeah. And what, what, one, what, what's, what causes her not to get beat on the dribble and the turn into the middle? Um, everybody's playing on angles. So she, if she plays behind, a step behind, and she doesn't have her head on the ball, you know, a good point guard might split you. Or the two, well, usually this two should be inside. If there's a line going down from the one or from the, the ball or the one down the sideline, the two, ball side two should never – be outside that line. So they want to be to the inside. So let's say the two is here. Okay. Okay. And then the other two is here. If you get beat, one of two things have happened. This girl is playing behind, allowing her to dribble to the middle. And this two should have her, basically her chest, their chest should be facing that ball. So their butt should be basically to this backside corner. Okay. So if they're playing, if they're out here playing too flat, then she'll just dribble and get ahead of her, and then she'll just split you. You have to – the one or two have to work together to corral her into a one-two trap. Okay. Okay? So the one's job is to push them down the sideline. The two, everybody now has chest to the ball. Your butt is to and the is that one of your key? Is point. that a key teaching point for you? Chest we go the over it. We go over it basically just saying make sure you're facing the ball. I mean, it's just okay. – on the first day, it's just something we go over – um, we're, we're constantly, you'll hear me pretty much every day in practice, talk about angles. You know, maybe it's just the angle of the body. You know, maybe it's the, uh, when the pass gets made, they have to sprint at an angle. Everything is, you'll just hear the word angles quite a bit. So here's what it looks like when the ball has, when somebody has the ball. Okay. Now what we want them to do is dribble up and the two can't come out because we want to make that sideline look open. We want, we want that point guard to get into a speed dribble up the sideline so if the two goes out and plays too flat they're just taking away the sideline and they're not going to dribble out you know to that area so we want to make that look open and dribble into it when it gets close in our trapping areas if you have that spike line 
that right. volleyball line on each side of um, half court, anything inside that, you know, 16, 20 feet, whatever it is, that's where we want to trap. Whatever the best, you know. Uh, I know some coaches might contain, contain, and then when you get across, they might trap. Okay. We're going to get you on either side. And where do you uh, ideally want to get that first trap? We, yeah, we want to we want to get it pretty much right in the uh, in the back court in that corner right here is where we usually usually get it. Okay. And then our three. So if if they dribble up and we get into a let's say this is a two one trap right here, our three is making the sideline pass look open, but they're being close enough to take it away. So we're going to kind of bait them into throwing that pass. Okay. Um, again, these two are. Again, we got short middle, deep middle. Now, I know some boys coaches, they might take this two and they might play underneath because they don't want to get uh, sealed. Right. And then make this pass. We play top side because we will take it. If we think they're going to reverse pivot and make this guard to guard pass, we're going to, we call them shooting gaps. We're going to shoot that gap right there. And usually okay. we can, one of the rules we might talk about is the rule of, you know, two seconds. You know, if they're in a good trap, we're going to count 1,001, 1,002. This two might release, and then this backside three might kind of come up and kind of help out. Do you uh, do you do anything – I mean, do you interchange legs? you talk about the specific trap of how you want that trap to look? We just take hands to the ball, mirror the ball, and the trap, just your typical cross your feet. Okay. You know, no splits. The main thing is don't let them split you. We don't want you. two defenders behind the ball. Okay. So no splits, just – and, again – one thing that upsets, I'm sure it upsets you, it upsets me, is when I'll have girls get them in, in a good trap, and instead of getting the turnover coming out of the trap, they start reaching. Right. And they'll get foul. a, you know, a, a foul reaching call. So, so the back three, does the back three's protection, not the three that's trying to look up the sideline, the back three, the one that's at the top of the key, what's their job? Is their so, job to protect the rim? Is their job to look middle? They – Again, with girls, it's a little bit different. You know, with, with boys, they might have to be a little bit deeper. Yeah, because my thought is that pass can come all the way down. Yes. Yeah. With us, if they make this pass, I'm not going to say a whole lot to this person. I'm going to probably take and have a talk with my ones and twos because the trap wasn't good enough. They shouldn't be able okay. to make that pass. But we, as a as a girls coach, that's, that's one reason why this is, you know, it's, it's very good with boys, but I think it's really good with girls, girls. because – they might not be able to make that pass, and we can kind of cheat up a little bit with this three. But the backside three has got to be your protector. So with boys, they would probably drop a little bit. Oh, drop a little, a little bit, bit more. Okay, it's more. And, and, I and say I boys, always say low is the lowest because then they can't get behind you, and you don't know where they are. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe bo and boys maybe with girls like say we'll go for this. Yeah. This, uh, and you might guard not. Guard pass. Maybe with boys again, you're, you're really protecting okay. the middle of the floor. Okay. You know. So now on the. Uh, Reverse. What most what most teams will do is they're going to come up here, and right before they get trapped, they're going to ping pong that thing back over here. That so is the most that is the most common thing teams do. Yep. Yeah. So here's our rules on this. It, the one, we just tell them to go chase. You can do a couple things. You can have them run at an angle towards the middle of the floor and then come up, or you can just have them just chase across. It's whatever you do. We used to take and just protect the middle. Now I just tell them. <clears throat> you guys just take and go. The one okay. just go. Before we jump into this and this rotation, describe the ones, describe your one, describe your twos, describe gotcha. your threes. Like, what do okay. you want from your one? Like, I'm yes. picking my team. I'm looking at my team right now. 
do I want my point guard? Do I want my quick guard? What do I want from those positions? I think that was the hard part. I didn't know where to put people either. Well, the main thing I think is you have to have multiple people play the one. So it's going to be key that you find maybe two or three people or like with us, all three of these, my ones, all my ones, all my twos can play the top. It might give okay. us a different look, but they can because there's going to come a time where your one up here, they have to have a motor on them. They have to be, you know, they have to be quick. They have to be good anticipators. They're the Energizer Bunny is what I refer they do. to. They're they always do. moving. But they're going to get tired. Yes. So there's going to be times where you have to switch. And, and that is a call. I, I will do it sometimes. Or my one will basically just tell, like on a dead ball or somewhere, they'll just tell my, a two to take their spot and they'll just drop. Or maybe if they pick up a quick foul early, they might take and drop and then move Do you tell up. them that they can do that? They can do that. That's on them. And I trust them to do it. And they do a good job. But there's times where when they come back in the game, you know, I might tell a certain player, you need to be the one. Okay. You know, maybe she does a better good a better job of covering the high post in the in the court in the, the quarter court or something. So but but they can all they're all interchangeable. Usually you're one, you want somebody if you have somebody that's quick, that got some link to them, you, that's nice to have because they can knock down passes. You, um, yeah, you'd want a long, lanky on top of yes. any press. You want that ideally, but yes. But Steve, I think the best. I mean, you got to have somebody that's going to have a motor on them. Is the number one um, thing that can you know? It's a good on-ball defender who this person, this girl is not going to take, or this boy is not going to get by them all the time with the dribble. So they have to be a smart defender. Um, usually, that could be that could be anything from a forward, you know, an athletic forward to most likely a guard. You know, your twos. Usually, they're guards for us. I think most time most twos for anybody would be their two guards. So that could be your point guards. That could just be one of your, um, your guards. It, it doesn't really matter. They're usually quicker. Um, they have to take and do a good job of covering, you know, side to side because they're the ones, a lot of our traps are going to be the one, two traps. Um, we get two, three traps, but the majority of your traps are going to be the one, two traps. So they have to do a good job of, um, you know, be able to crowd players and stuff. But usually those are so, guards. So how many, how many two threes and how many one, two traps? Like percentage wise, like seventy five percent or one twos. I seventy eighty percent of probably our traps are more. I mean, majority, not even more than the majority, majority are usually one twos because when we reverse the ball, we will try to get a one two trap on this side as well. And you won't get yeah yeah okay that makes sense okay which we'll go over but and then my threes are usually you're talking your forwards your post and usually okay. I'll put my my. I'll put my center, my uh, my big, my five on the back side. She'll be the right side three because there's been times where we have rotated back into a two, three zone. So that kind of keeps her in the middle. Okay. Um, it's, it's just whatever. Uh, but usually that's, that's, that's them back there. Can you play a guard back there? Yes. It, you know, if you have a guard that can take in who gets scrappy and, and likes to get rebounds, there's no who, reason. Who why draws the most fouls? I think the one at times because they're just scrappy up top. They pick up those cheap fouls away from, okay. you know, we, we got where do you put, them. where do you put somebody you need to protect them? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's say you have your best player and they've got three fouls and they're your one. Do you move them back? I move them to a two. Once they pick up, we yeah. have a, a guard right now, an all state sophomore. She knows, and she's, it's just kind of inbred in her. I mean, she just, she's an aggressive girl. I mean, right. she's smart enough to realize she's, she, I mean, we have to have her out there. She can't get in foul trouble. But if she picks up a quick one early, like in the first minute or two, she knows to switch with one of these, the twos. Okay. And they'll move up there and then she'll just kind of, because 
here you're you're pressuring so much and you're on the ball that's what the officials are watching too yeah yeah and they'll pick up you know she'll try to you know do a a tipper i mean she'll just pick up those ticky tacks up every so often which drives us nuts you know the threes can get in foul trouble because they're down there banging you know getting rebounds they might get an over the back call or something or push call or call but um i you know so so going back these are our our, our posts um that's ideally what we want to take and do you know i you might not have the luxury of having some size, so you might have undersized, like say guards and stuff, playing any position just based on the personnel you have that year. But the good thing about that is I think the quicker you are, the like this year we have a we have an athletic quick team compared to what we've had the last handful of years. And it's fun watching them because especially I've always said the ones and twos, they're the ones that kind of get the defense going. But when you have some good threes who anticipate, they take away sideline, they move, they're flying around a little bit, they're communicating with everybody in front of them. These are the ones that kind of make everything go. Okay. That's fun. So, so if you play, if you had to play, if you had to play all guards, this would be okay. I think so. I mean, you're going to give, you're going to, if you play man to man, you're probably going to give up something because they're going to be able right. to post, you know, right. isolate somebody inside. Here, at least, we kind of dictate where. You know what they can do. Hey, coach. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like. I would ask pretty, 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 please go and leave a review. We really do appreciate those. I could, I guess I could go pretty, 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 please go join teachhoops.com, become a better basketball coach. Resources, um, like I've said in previous ones, you know, you go, you go spend, uh, you know, half 500 bucks on a, on a clinic, or you go buy a video or do something like that. You could go spend just $29.99 and have. <laughs> thousands of videos and thousands of things on there um, to make you a better basketball coach. So go over and check it out. Um, two other things. If you want to check us, our YouTube channel, teach hoops, just type that in two separate words. One uh, of my, fr- Oh, in our Amazon link down below, click on that. Anytime you purchase, if you bookmark it, you won't even notice it's there, but uh, we get a small little commission and it does help us pay for the hosting fees and stuff. All right, let's head back to the podcast. What they can do against us with the zone. Um, but you might take and you might get more being a guard, you know, get more steel, get more deflections. Right. That's what I was thinking. You might get more deflections. You might get more. Yeah. Yep. Um, So when we, so again, here we got the one, two trap. And how often do you get the first trap before they flip it? Probably not very often. My guess is they come, they come down and they do that little banana thing over yep. across yeah they will throw it now here's where your twos because the two is protecting the middle right everybody's running back at an angle unless your one is just chasing across the twos have to play tag remember that your job is to keep them out of the middle if this two comes out too early they're going to go right down the gut and throw it to the to the middle of the press so this two right when that ball goes over their head she is sprinting back to the middle where this two is waiting once she gets back, here comes this one. The threes are on a string. Right. They're going. Once they come close together, close enough where they can kind of get their playing tag. Are they close enough they can touch? Um, I think it depends on who your twos are. Okay. Because you, know, if, if you could, you could almost use the terminology like you do with switching screens, talk, touch, take. You can, yeah. And a lot, yeah, and a lot of times you know. teams do it. Yeah. Well, we know this, this girl usually is, is quick, so we'll take and – when we know she's close enough, you know, if they, they want to throw go. this pass, she'll probably okay. get a deflection, so they can leave a little bit early. Okay. Um, but they have to protect the middle. 
They can't let the yeah. ball go down the middle. And if, if it happens to, then they're, again, trying to get a tip. They'll leave too early from, from me trying it this it year. They, 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 it's like, yeah, they'll leave too early. That's why we went, we went to our talk, touch, take thing that we use in switching mm-hmm. just because then it was like, all right, you, you got to talk that it's happening. You should be close enough that you can touch because then that makes them, you know, know that yes. they're not, yeah. And here's and, where here's where angles really come into play. Yes, it, it is. And, and one of the rules, some of the different terminology. I know Lauren Wallace, a lot of coaches, ball press coaches use it, but Lauren Wallace or Quincy back in the '90s always used it. Where you know, ball goes, you go. So when that ball goes, you go towards it. Um, again, we don't go to the ball. The ball comes to us. The three, you know, ball come, you come. Okay, so there's a little bit of those little phrases you can take and add in there. But here, yeah, here. This is what I like about the one, two, two, the ball press is over here. You had, they, you had a, a trap that was coming from, they see it coming up. Right. But here, when they start getting the speed dribble, the two's job is you have to, again, work your angles, keep them to the side, but that one is pursuing behind. And then right. Usually when we get across half court or somewhere around half court, that two will turn them, and here comes that one, and we get a, one of those blind traps from behind. So in our rule is we usually try to – any dribble across half court is a one-two trap. Any pass across half court is a two-three trap. So we're, that one is pursuing. You know, say, that, so say that again. So, you're, you say, so if you dribble over half court, it's a one-two. The yes. one is in the two's trap. If you yep. pass, it's a two-three It's a two-three. Okay, so like right there, when they reversed it, that two's job is to keep that ball handler on the side. And then when they get into that trap area, they're going to take that one should be pursuing. And then they will take and turn right back into it's kind of like a run jump. Like right. a, a, yeah, you know, when you see numbers or something, you take mm-hmm. and go, same type of trap. So now we'll take and get that. What, 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 what percent do you see the pass over and then one more pass back? Not very often. No. And what we'll do is. Like the press offense, we, we, we run like a trick. We'll, it's almost like a diamond look, like a one-three-one one look. And we'll tell our one, hey, they might ping pong, you know, they got to get to half court sometimes. So just kind of bluff and peel back, stay in that middle third, don't wear yourself out. And once they start getting to our trapping areas, we're just going to take and just rush them okay. and get a trap in. But so here's a good trap right there. And again, three's taking away the sideline. Everybody's rotated over. If they dive, you know, you know, if they happen to dive somebody, the three can kind of come up and help. Two comes with them. Now, if they take and dribble here, but let's say they pass it ahead to a, a, a or a, somebody in the corner. Right. <clears throat> then, again, two follows, and here's where your three-two trap, your th- two-three trap comes about. So three's got to get the right angle on that one, yep. too. Three's got to keep – their job is to keep them on the sideline. So don't give – you know, don't come play flat where they go middle. So their job is – they're doing this. Again, the three is coming over. If they dive somebody, the three's got to meet them at the elbow with a forearm in the chest. Um, so the three has to meet them, usually about that elbow area. And then again, the two and the one are rotating. The two is dropping back, and the one is dropping back towards the middle of the floor. Okay. And that's, the, and that's your normal drops anytime that you is. go one, two, two. Yeah. Three-quarter. I've had coaches say, okay, what happens if this is a – if you get a 2-3 trap way up here and they throw, like, to a corner here. Right. A lot of coaches um, – <clears throat> a 
Ryan Weber, who's up at the, the Quad Cities, um, probably one of the, the best ball press coaches, he calls an X cut. So the threes, they'll take in, so they, they throw here, they'll come out, they'll X here, the two, this two will come over until that three drops back and then they'll bump back, back okay. there. So, that, so these, this extra pass to the corner, that's how they, they call that an X cut, but I got that from Ryan Weber. And that doesn't happen, how often does that happen? It doesn't with us a whole lot at all. Okay. You know, and, and if, if that ever happens, we might back it up a little bit because, you know, I might, maybe I tell my threes, don't come up here and trap. Maybe okay. they just take and they just show and then peel back or, or something. Okay. We don't want to give up that a whole lot. So that is pretty much. And you, when you run at half court, do you do it? Is it similar? Uh, yes. So in the half court, we will take. Again, here's our ones, twos, threes. So it's the same thing. So instead of trapping up here, we're going to trap. Here's our trapping areas. Okay. So we're going to do the same thing. Force them to the sideline. And when they come across, we're going to do a one-two trap here. Three's going to take away the first pass. Other three takes three. away deep middle. Do you disguise it? Up. Do you disguise it? Or everyone you know. knows you're everyone knows you're doing. No, it. but the only <laughs> good thing about it is. Um, it almost it, it just gives you a different look. You can you're running the same rotations, but just by dropping it to different areas on the floor, it's almost like you're running. You're running a different something press. different. Yeah, yeah. And we've had teams that do a good job passing. They don't turn the ball over because maybe they pass. You know, we like teams that like to try to dribble through our press, and we'll speed them up too. But if teams are real good about moving, well, it if the I pass, was playing you, I would say no dribbles ever. Yeah, they'll just spread. So what we'll do yeah. sometimes and. Maybe they put somebody here, so we'll drop it back to this just because I tell my players it shrinks the floor. There's less, uh, you know, less areas for them to take yeah. in, you know, pass through, th things like that. Okay. No, that's great. That's, that's yeah. That's the um, – that's pretty much the rotations. I'm sure I missed okay. probably something or a good – No, that's good that's perfect. Point, that's, that, I'm just making sure I'm doing it right. A whole lot of, you know, the, the whole no. time here, so – no, I, I, that's perfect. That's I just making sure. I, so I was doing my rotations right when I go back and look at my film. So everything was good on rotations. So how do you break it down then? So let's talk. Let's talk drills and stuff that we break. Okay. Down. Now going back to that, and I know I went over. I think one time I went over this with you, which is that five on five shell, which we'll do like the first day where you. Okay. You try to get so much done in like forty five seconds. I can. Do you want me to quickly go over that? Yeah, go over that. I don't remember okay. that. I don't remember that. I don't remember Okay, that. we'll see. Hopefully. We'll see if I see if the old now, guy take, remembers. So you're going five on five. It is five on five. Now, how, many girls, do, how many girls do you have on your um, – how many girls do you have on your um, – We have around 20. That's just JV. We don't have a freshman team, so basically freshmen through seniors. Do you have, have three colors or four colors going at the same time or just two colors? Just usually two. Okay. Just usually two on this. Uh, I, I found a place that makes reversibles that have three colors. I've seen that. <laughs> have you seen, seen it? But to me, it just seems like it. Maybe is it too thick, or is it okay? I don't know. I well, I tried to get yeah. it. I tried to get one to see it, but they're shut down right now. So we uh, I'll let you have, know when I. That would be like life changing to me. Like oh, it does. Now yeah. we usually we have black, like uh, you know, cut off, you know, yeah. um, dry sure. fit yeah. shirts that we yeah. wear. So we can give an, another team, we can tell them to wear those for the day okay. with the jersey over and they can just take those off. Yeah. Especially okay. the girls. But so this is a five on five drill. And you, you do this okay? right away. 
this this is something we probably start doing over the last couple of years um, on the first day of practice, just to show them the rotations of the and where we're going to trap with the uh, the one two two with the ball okay. press. Okay. Um, then every so often we might you know. You, once you get in the season, you don't have to run it as often or it's just whatever you want to do. But okay. this is something I'd probably start showing at least the, definitely the first day. Um, if, if something happens, we can't, then definitely by the second day. Now, I'm not going to take and Yeah. If you can see, I'm going to just keep the, the players the same spot. Yeah. But I'm just going to talk about, like, where the traps are and what okay. they're doing yep. just yep. to kind of give you the idea. Or give so, the coach so, the idea. so you call this five on five? This five on five full court shell. Okay. And this basically lets us know where, where the traps are, you know, where do we get our one-two traps? Where do we get our two-three traps on, on a long skip? How do we cover it? So they don't so, move. Like for the, the the offense doesn't move. No, the offense. The only person that moves is the middle person. We will have them dive only when there's a two-three trap. Only when okay. the ball crosses half court will they take and okay. they will dive because the backside three has got to take and meet them towards that elbow. I like area. that. I like that. I like that so, shell part. That's what we should have. Yep. We didn't. Uh, yeah. We did this, but we didn't do it very much. We should have done it more. Okay. So this is the only time when I throw the ball in. You, so can you have start six offense. You have six offensive players, right? Well, just just me, just a coach. That's just okay. that's a C for coach. Oh, I, okay. I only throw it to get it going. Okay. So okay. Like right now, everybody would be in the middle third. Okay. Once I to start the drill, I throw it here. Yeah. And then I'm there done. I'm okay. out. Um. These two, these people say the same. These two can dribble a little bit. And our rules are the twos play 15 feet from the one, the threes play 15 feet from the two. So if the one happens to move up, the twos have to move up, and then the threes move threes up. move up. Okay. okay. So on this, all we do is once they have the ball, we pressure. So everybody shifts over like we did earlier. Yeah. So the one, you know, everybody shifts over, yep. five on the side. Their job is they ping pong it over here. Everybody do you make them hold it on offense for a specific amount of you time? You can for a second or so if you so, want. Yeah, yeah. second or so. Because um, I can see what would happen with this. Yeah. You know, like like any type of shell. Any drill, type of shell. Hold yeah. it for a, a two yeah. count or something. But their job is to work on air time. And that's one of the, the keys. You know, not only do you run at angles, but you have to move on air time. If you wait till the other person catches it, it's too late. So right when that leaves their hands and goes over here, we are sprinting to our position. Then we take and bring it back. So now we sprint back to the original position. Okay. Okay. Then once they get it, we let them, they, the guard knows to dribble it into a one-two trap. Then they'll take and once we get them one-two trap, and in, in this drill, there's no over and backs. There's no double dribbles. Or it's, it, so once we get them into one-two tr- trap, they will drag that dribble back. The one goes with them. And then again, the twos and the threes play off that 15 feet. So if that, if that, girl dribbles all the way back here and that one goes with her the twos move up the threes move up okay okay it's just a whole spacing concept okay so again we dribble into a one two trap we drag it back to this spot right here she throws it over here again everyone rotates they dribble into a one two trap they drag it back everybody shifts back they throw it back over so everything starts with this girl right here okay she now takes and throws across half court and we sprint into a two, three trap. Okay. Now again, there's no over and backs here. Right. So once we rotate, everyone rotates for that two, three trap. She throws it back. We drag it back. Everyone again, spacing, throw it over here. Same thing. She catches it, pitches it ahead. We get into a two, three trap. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Now, one thing on the 2 3 trap, if you want that three to catch it, she can always catch it and then just throw it to the person, hand it to the person, and then get a new trap, just so you get right. to the mentality of picking it off. Yep, yep. Okay, so, again, we do the same thing here. Then we take and dribble into a 1-2 trap. Then we pitch it ahead and then into a 2-3 trap. Throw it ahead to a 2-3 trap. Throw it back, yep. drag it back. Same thing. Dribble into a 1-2 trap. Throw into a 2-3 trap. Take it back over here. And the last thing we do once we get back to this position is we will make that long diagonal pass. And there the job of the three is that is we do not, we don't trap long passes. It, they see it coming. It's just not going to be, you know, right. you're not going to get anything from it. So the three will take it while that two is sprinting back. And once the two gets there, the three, and again, everyone rotates threes out, the threes over the backside two rotates back. The one drops, but when that two gets over there, she'll bump that three back. And then we're back okay. into our quarter court. Okay. And use, I mean, that's a good conditioner. You can I do that. that. In, and you do that for 45 seconds. 45 seconds. Again, you have to have good girls here because these two are the ones that control the whole thing. Right. These two offensive players. They got to have, they got to know what's kind of going on. And I'm usually telling them what to do. Um, but, you know, like with you, I mean, with boys, it could be 40 or less maybe. And you can get it done. If they're working hard enough, you can get it done. And if, if, if any time, let's say the ball happens to go, you know, let's say we take it, we throw it from here to here because it's open or something in this drill, which you could, right. um, because they're not playing tag, then you can start them over if you want. So you okay. can make it a real, you know, it, it's a good, they have to, they have to be booking, they have to be moving, and, um, or they, they take a start I love over. that. I love that. So, and that would work again. That would work with anything. Like even yeah. if you were doing a diamond in one or you're doing yes. my one, three, one, I yeah. love that. But again, it just introduces, you know, the one, two traps, the two, three traps, where we rotate, who's taking one, who's covering middle playing tag, you know, spring on airtime. It, it covers everything. I don't care what people say. Shell is still one of the best drills yeah. Yeah. ever. Like I, I know we're, I know there's a movement for all the shell. Sometimes you just have to teach them what to, you know, it's first hour, go to first hour. It's room seven fifty two. Yes. you know, <laughs> you just so, need to stand here, like get in line. Like, you know, sometimes sure. you, I mean, it's serious. Like, and I, I, yeah, I think we skipped that a little bit too much when we were putting it in. And I think, yeah, anyway, we got better at it, but. Now we will take now, usually on the first day we will do that. Okay. Then we're going to usually do our quarter court our quarter court drills. Cause that's where, I mean, it's like any type of defense. You're going to spend the majority Here, of move time. the camera over so I can see the, is that the progression on the side? This, this is just another one. Yes. Over yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Move it up so I can see the, okay. So we did, you did, okay. we've done this. We did this. Okay. Yeah. So do you go? So this is why I'm going to ask. So do you do all the, do you do? No. Okay. We usually do on day one, we'll do that drill, the final five shell. And then we'll do pretty much, uh, these right here. 
most we'll do our, of those. Our, our have, these are more of our quarter court breakdowns. And you do early. most of your quarter court for a longer period of time to make we sure will you do get it? The three on four, usually these are maybe, let's say, eight-minute drills, eight to ten-minute drills okay. maybe. And then – and what we do is like with these two, I'm usually taking – these are for the ones and twos in the quarter court. Yep. So I'm doing those on one end while my my uh, my assistant is doing the figure eight drill with the threes on the other end. Okay. So they're kind of getting done at the same time in about ten or so minutes. Okay. And then we, the five on eight shell drill is all you do is just take those drills and you put it together for the five on eight shell drill. Okay. Okay. So all right, good. Let's go back to this then. That's okay. Yeah, that's that's where I need work on is the progression of okay the breakdown. I think. Got it. Okay. So, but I'm going to go ahead and just go yeah. over the real quickly, yeah. the three quarter yeah. court drills yeah, and then do we'll those. do those yeah. and, and I'll just try to, but this is a, a three on three ones and two. So this kind of works on your one, two traps. So I'm just going to, I'm going to, since we've already went over the different traps. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to do that. I just no. want to know what so it is. So on this yeah. is, you know, our one can deny this, yeah. but once the ball goes in, you know, this person do you might teach, over Do here. you teach your one different reads or when you're doing these breakdowns or you let them figure out the reads? A lot of times we let them figure okay. it out, but, okay. uh, you know, but we tell them, you know, if they have a, a one guard front, like on a press breaker, instead of just staying right there, if you want to go deny it, you can deny it all you want. It doesn't matter. But here, so how tall, how tall are the girls you're playing? So let's say I have a six foot. Can you hear me? Okay. No, I got it. That was me. Okay, um, you. That was me because I was drinking some water and I forgot to turn off my <laughs> turn my mic back on. Sorry. Um, so uh, let's say I've got a six one girl. I'm just going to put her at the free throw line and just throw it to her, and then turn and we're going to go. We could take and deny it. We, I mean, we'll take and uh, maybe. Okay. We we might face guard her because okay. if they throw over top, we got our twos maybe cheating up or something. So we might do something. Has like that. that happened to you? No. Okay. No. Most, okay. Nope. Um. But our, our main thing is if we're going to take and deny it, we're going to try to push them out here and have them catch it okay. out on the on the side. So, but so once the ball gets in, the uh, inbounder basically just becomes a two guard front, right? And then we basically just play it three on three. So that what we're trying to do is get them into speed dribble and get a one two trap here. If they happen to throw over here, we are sprinting. The the, the middle girl on offense cannot leave the center circle because we have no one back. So right, you know, trying to cheat the drill. But if they happen to ping pong it over across, then everybody's sprinting out, and we're going to try to get another trap um, on the other side. Okay. So here's one. This, this we, we might run where you have to get three stops. Okay. But once you get three stops, we sub somebody out. And, you know, if, you, yep. if you're having a bad day and kind of want to make it real hard is, you know, if, if somehow they take and, you know, and a stop would be like a good trap, a steal, whatever. Um, you know, if something happens, you don't get a good trap or something, you can start it over, and they start with, with zero. Right. You don't go back to one or something. But we'll do that. So that's three on three in the top of the press. Eventually, what we'll do is we'll put our threes back here, and this becomes our three on, or our, excuse me, our um, five on four. So now we'll put a a person, one person back. So we have four on offense, five on defense. We have all five defenders on defense. So now we have an outlet up the sideline. So we're doing the same thing up front, but now if they want to throw across. Um, we're going to work on our two, three. Do you have the offense go side to side or stay stationary? This person, nope, they can take and go okay. anywhere they want. Okay. And if, if they catch it on here, you know, if they catch it here, this middle person could dive because now 
Uh, you got everybody out three. there, but did, can, can the offensive person move forward? The center circle person has to stay there in the. They center. have to stay there. The only time, so like even move. in the first drill, and here they have to stay in the center. Okay. The only time they can move now, if they want to stay, they want to move around a little bit in the in the center circle. They no, can. no, that's good. But but the, I think that I, why I like that is I think everyone's teaching go to the middle. Go to like yeah. If I'm breaking it, I'm saying cut to yes. the middle. Go to the middle. So you don't want that person to cheat the drill. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So okay. so that's our five on four. So we start off okay. with our ones and twos yep. on, th- on three on three, and then we'll do five on four, where now you're working a little bit of two, three trap. Okay. And then we'll do a drill called our 10-4 drill. Again, this is a Quincy drill, a Quincy, Illinois, Lauren Wallace drill. So 10-4 is, it's basically a scrimmage session. The defense is constantly on defense. The offense is playing offense. Okay. Okay, so the, the it's called 10-4 because – <clears throat> the defense has to get 10 points before the offense gets four. A point on defense is anytime you get a deflection, it's a point. Right. Anytime you get a steal, it's a point. Okay. Um, if they turn the ball over, it's a point. You know, if they travel, throw the ball out of bounds against a point. If you get a steal and then you get a, a layup, you get two points. So there's, okay. there's different ways to get your points. Right. The offense, the offense gets four points. I mean, you can play at ones and twos, twos and three, whatever you want to do. Right. But the defense has to take in it, it makes them take and get a little bit aggressive. So, you know, we'll come down and let's say we get a, a steal, we pitch it ahead. Okay. And then right when the ball goes in, let's say we got two points for the defense, the offense quickly takes it out and they start going again. Okay. So yeah. you're, you're, you're telling the offense, go, 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 go. Yeah. And, and usually with the, and we'll do this maybe on the, the second day or so. And I'll tell my offense at that time, we haven't really went over our press offense. Um, so I'll say, I, I care less what you're doing on offense. Right. You guys just take in. Go. But the, yeah, but the, no I cost. think the point, too, the listeners, is you're giving points to what you want to have happen. Yes. No matter yeah, when rewarding. you – Yeah, whatever you do, the, every drill I've ever done, it's like we rebound pretty well in the offensive glass because all the drills we do, mm-hmm. I reward people taking charges. I reward offense yeah. rebounds. So you you're rewarding the, the offense to go. Like, I'm going to give you more points if you go. And yeah, and, and if you want to give – one of the things we do on the offensive end is, you know, if they get an offensive board, we give them two points. So they can get – Okay. So, you know, why, so, is so kinda, why is it called 10-4? Why is it called 10-4? 10-4 because the defense is trying to get 10 points before the offense gets four. Four. Okay. So, again, the okay. defense, it's – so, you know, I'll tell them the easiest way to get points is deflections. So, just right. by being aggressive, getting your hands up, you might get a tip. They might get – the offense might still get the ball. But at least you give your point. At least you get a point up on the board. Yeah, like that. Um, okay. But we'll play it out. So once they break the press, then we go into like our quarter court. So they're basically, you know, the offense is running whatever they want to do on offense. But the play doesn't stop until once we get a defensive board, we stop. We go the other way. We just throw it out of bounds. We get back protecting the other basket. Right. And we just get just continue. I love that the defense just stays too, because then yep. you can work on rotations and but, like that. But coach, if in the half, if you happen to get a steal or something, the half court, we play it. We try, but once you get the steal, and you transition down, so let's say I get a steal, one two trap, I get a steal. If you miss the layup, you only get one chance at a putback. So if somebody gets a rebound and puts right. it back and misses it, it's done. done. If the other team gets yeah. the ball going the other way again. But if you get a putback, and that just kind of teaches your girls to to sprint and fall, you know, follow the shot okay. type thing. I like that. I like so that, that. That's the the ten four drill. Um, we'll do a drill called offense to defensive transition. We're all have, um, can you see this? Okay? I can. Okay. I'll put like five players. Yep. Okay. And then I will take and 
the team that's going to be on defense, they just go down. They just transition down five on zero like dummy offense. Right. Trans- you can yep. work whatever offense. Just work on your transition okay. game. Work on your offense, and then. So it's five on him. zero. It's five on zero. Five on zero, and then once they take and shoot, so I, I tell them, you know, maybe after about three or four passes, somebody's got to take a shot. Okay. But once that leaves their hand, the coach is right here with the ball. They're going to throw it to one of these girls that's on the baseline. Okay. And the team that was on offense run their dummy offense, have to sprint back, and now we're kind of working on our presses off of uh, off misses. I like so, that. I like that. Is that the best way you found to do it off misses? Because that's not an easy thing to practice. Scrimmage, really. Just, just the, we, we scrimmage quite a bit, so really that's where we take. Scrimmage and, is good, too. Okay, yep. okay. And, and when it, some of the quick keep teaching points with off misses, I'm sure coaches – Usually when they ask me, that, you know, what are some of the things you talk about with misses? Yeah. We tell our one to slow down the ball. So on a miss, our one knows, like when we miss a shot, our, our one knows their job is to slow down the ball, giving yes. everybody else a chance to get back. All four other players are sprinting through the middle of the floor. The twos, so let's say the one picks up okay, the ball. Okay, so, so before we do that, so I think that's a good point to make is – like the you are our you are our first line of defense because everyone else is running for yep. cover at this point. You and, and have to stop the enemy and slow them. You don't have to stop down. them. You just have to slow them. And I love that because that I think that's what you sell to your one too. It's like you yeah. are the most important person yep. on a miss just, because just you have team, to slow us. Yeah. Just buy your team an extra second or two to get back. Right. But, that's all it takes is to set up. Yeah. And, and we don't designate, you know, some coaches will designate like what they call halfbacks or fullbacks or something, you know, we just tell our twos, the twos have to get back as deep as they have to, you know, so if somebody, if they have the ball, but let's say somebody sprints their floor and they're here, the twos might have to get back here. Right. And, but when the threes, when they're sprinting back to the middle, because again, we want to keep on the side. So everybody has to sprint back to the middle. Once those threes get close enough or start getting by them, then the twos start moving up and then we'll start getting into where you know it might be off a miss it might be a three-quarter court press it might be a half court it's wherever we can get into it the quickest okay but the the twos cannot one thing that the girls know it it upsets me is here comes the ball and this two will help up and they'll leave that pass over top for a let you know get back when the threes get behind you then start moving up a little bit so your twos your twos are getting back and protecting the village basically so the two you know the twos are kind of like your they're kind of like your halfbacks, your fullbacks until the threes get by them. Then right. they start moving up a little bit. But when and they're, they and, they're, and they tend to be more guards, so they're quicker. They're probably quicker yes. and faster. I love that. Okay, that's but, a great you know, point. I love I, I'm, teams yeah. that teams that like to run on you. You know, the quicker you get back in your press. Hey, coach. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, a couple things that don't doesn't cost you a cent to do. You can subscribe and like, leave a written review. We really like that. You can go over to our YouTube channel. Just type in Teach Hoops on YouTube and you'll find our YouTube channel. Um, subscribe, like there, so you'll always get the updates. Um, next thing is um, you, if you do any shopping on Amazon, go down below, click our Amazon link, www.teachhoops.com backslash Amazon. Anytime you're doing shopping on Amazon, we get a small little commission. Helps us with our hosting fees. Be surprised how expensive it is to run one of these. And if you really love this stuff, you know, let me help you. Let me mentor you. Let me uh, email. Let me get on one-on-one calls. Let me show you all the resources that will help me become one of the winningest coaches in the state of Wisconsin. You know, um, you know that's why I'm doing this. I want to help coaches become better. Um, so teachhoops.com can do that. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Eventually, 
after a few possessions, they almost quit running. I mean, it's almost like right. they just come to a standstill and yeah. Um, okay. Then it becomes just you know they just again. Pass yeah, there, there's no easy way. I haven't seen it. If anybody's got it, it's like that's a hard scrimmage. Tends to be the best way to do that transition. It is. It, it is. is just uh, getting them get their legs conditioned. And, yeah, and it's so hard to do it on a miss. I don't make but, it's easy because it's they're taking it out of bounds yes. and you can you yep. can simulate it. This is that's a hard thing to simulate. But I like that. That's a great idea. Like, well, we'll just go five on zero. Maybe we'll work on our quick hitters or our plays or something. Mm-hmm. One, two passes, take a shot, and then let's – yeah, and, I like that. Yeah. And we'll, we'll do like the 10-4 drill. We'll do like a four-minute scrimmage, and we'll keep score offense and defense. So it's kind of like a 10-4 drill by the way you're keeping track of your points. Right. But it's a, it's a constant scrimmage. So the defense isn't on defense the whole time. They're, they're converting offense to okay. defense, defense. But we'll give them the same point value and stuff for four minutes. Um, okay. Something else we do in the half What's court, the figure eight thing? Wasn't there a figure eight okay. thing with the big? So – that's else what we just went over. What we just went over was more of like the three quarter court drills. Okay. <clears throat> so, like I said, on day one we might do the five on five shell. Right. Day two, three, we might do these three on three, five on four, ten four drills, all yes. those. Okay. But in the again, the majority of your half court or majority of the games gonna be played in the quarter court because they only got ten seconds to get across. Right. You're not gonna get a steal every time. Right. Everything's gonna be played here. So, the um, Steve, I'm gonna quickly do the three on four drill first. Yeah. Okay. okay. So the guard, and that's the that's the quarter court one, right? Is that yes. three court? Yeah. So while I'm doing this, the three the three on four down here with my guard, my ones and twos, my post, my JV coach is doing the figure eight at the other end. Okay. Like, so this is this is just shell drill, like you said. Yep. This is three on four. Yeah, okay. three on four. So what they're doing is just working. What where do they go based on the ball in the in the quarter court? So again, when the ball is up top, our one is pressuring. If you want the one to, one to get to a side and start working on pushing them over, you can. Um, but usually we just play them straight up at times. The twos are, are – we always talk, make sure you protect inside out. You know, so don't be way out here, you know, out wide where you're going to give up this pass right here. We play where these guys, you know, they got their hands and they're almost – I wouldn't say they're almost touching, but if they make this pass, they're close enough together they can get a, a tip on it. When the pass gets – so they're protecting the high post. When the pass goes to the wing – the two on air time, the two is taking it. And we tell them belly button to the sideline. I mean, they don't, we don't play top side or low side. We play straight up parallel to the, the sideline. Okay. So we have on that pass, the two takes it. Our one is a sprint, and they are setting up shop right there above the elbow with their inside hand. So if, if, if a team has a mid post there, they're going to have their right hand, their low hand, their bottom hand, is going to be basically in the gut of that player right there. Okay. Yep. Because we don't want to front them. We want to just get – because if we read this pass and they throw this ball back up top, we might be able to shoot this gap right here for a steal. Right. So the one is going to be right here. The backside two, they drop a little bit. They don't drop all the way down because there's going to be a three kind of at the rim right. line or so, but they just drop a few feet down with their back, their butt to that backside corner. Again, when they pass it back up, she's sprinting in. She's going up. And what we, we call this a J move where we might have them make a, take a step to the, to the middle of the floor and then just kind of oh, work yeah. on our angles again. Just take away maybe that – just that little move right there might – they might not throw that pass to the high post. Okay? And then, again, the two comes up. Same and thing. that's where they're looking, they're, looking at, they're looking at the high post too, yep. aren't they? And if they if, 
if they see it, they throw it. This per we're always looking in. So that, that high post player just moves side to side there about that mid post area and we have to protect it. So, so that's all it is, is basically working the ones and twos. When the ball goes to the wing, the two sprints out, the one sprints down to the high post, the backside two drops. And, and you have to work on this all the time because most of the time it's in this part of the court more than the full. Yes. Court. Yes. So that's, that's our three on four. Right. Then what we'll do sometimes is we'll take and put a two guard front out here. Which is what most people do versus an yes. odd zone. Yep. And then we'll just, now the one there will play kind of like they do in the press part. They'll play in right. between. Okay. Um, our, our twos now, it's, it's almost like you've taken your court and turned it. So if here's your high post, the twos are a little bit, this one's maybe a step out. This one's a step here. They're still protecting here, but they're kind of angled different on this. So again, if the pass gets made, again, they'll come over. She'll move over. She'll take middle. Um, if they bobble it, we can come up and we can work on our one-two traps. So if, if they're in a one-two trap here, we know the two has to protect middle. Um, if the ball goes to the corner, then the two has to play. You know, in, in a real game, this would be a three out here. This would be a two-three trap. Right. So the two plays top. The two does play top side there because they have to imagine a three being out the there. The three being there. Okay. Yep. And then the, again, the one would drop backside two would then drop a little bit deeper on the backside. And how long are these drills? Uh, we will go for, we can do it for um, touches. You know, we might say, okay, if you get a deflection, you know, after two or three deflections, you're out. Or it could be just uh, just for having reverse the ball a couple times, you know, do the, three do sides the, of the floor. What do, you do with the, what do you do with the threes then? The they are doing the figure eight drill. They're on the other end. Yeah. Okay. And what's that? Okay. So on that, that's why I wasn't working with, I, I did that one. I did that drill with my guys, but. Okay. I didn't so work the with figure eight. Now, well, I can't see the bottom. I can't see quite the bottom of those little. I'll things. move that. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Yeah, yep. got it. There you go. Okay. Yep. So we've done it where we have the wings. We've we've done it where we do not. I'm going to put the wings in here for now, though. Okay. So when the ball is up top, they are dead fronting. The threes are dead fronting the. Uh, so so we're normally in a one-two-two. So the one yep. is at the top of the key. The twos yep. are the elbows. Okay. You're, yeah, you're basically you're doing the same there. thing, but yep. Yes. So again, no ones, no twos, just the threes. When the ball goes to the wing. This three takes a step up and out right there. This three, the backside three is pretty much rim line. Okay. So where would the twos and ones be? Just twos right now, this would be a two. Yep. This would be a one. And, and the, the backside other... twos just dropped a little bit. Just like okay. that. Perfect. I'm just trying to get a sense of yep. where they'd be. Okay. Yep. So the threes here, <clears throat> but again, they're a step up and out. Yep. Just so they're that much closer to maybe a shooter in the corner. When that ball goes there, they banana cut. They take away that baseline. Okay. And then, and then this three, here's your figure eight. This three goes on airtime. They go low side and they lead with this. So here they would have their left hand out and they would X step through in front. So they're going to try to maybe reach around with their low hand, their low arm. So because a lot of times, once or, Steve, once, once or twice a game, they'll think that looks open and they'll try to make that pass in there. And this person will come from behind the, the bottom side and they'll get a deflection and get a steal. But if they don't get – so what they'll do is they'll leave with that low hand and then almost like you're like three-quarter on the low side. Right. And then you take and step through, and then we dead front. We okay. dead front that. And then when the ball goes back out, she goes over top, back to her spot. This person sprints back in. And, again, if you look at it, it's kind of like running a figure eight. Uh... But the key point is they have to take and they go low side. You have to front the – 
Yep. Yeah, but they have to go low side. If they go, if they try to fight over top yeah, high side, you're done. You're sealed. The post player is going to seal you. They're going to ride you up that lane line. So if we go low side. Plus, if you go low side, you have that one that's kind of right towards that mid post, I so like they can kind of help a little bit. But so that's what it is. So basically, for, for, for any for anybody that's going to do any sort of trapping, to you got to front that low block always. Yep. And, and there's high school there's kids are horrible that, making that pass anyway. So don't even worry about the lob. People worry about the lob too much. You know how many good lobs I've seen in 30 years? Like six. And <laughs> like right, right here, like maybe seriously. think about it. <laughs> if this three's fronting, that backside two, the deeper the ball to the corner, the deeper the two has to rotate. Right, but how many two. times can that person, if three is giving any ball pressure in the corner, make the pass to the lob? And there's your, that's your key. The, if nobody they make that pass, that. if they yeah. make that pass, that's on that three. That girl is not putting enough pressure. If on you that front the low block in anything like this, I, yep. I mean, now if you got a six eleven future NBA star, okay, but mm-hmm. very few people no. can make that pass nope. effectively. And then when they throw that pass back out, they have to again fight yeah. over top. Yeah. Again, they they go back to their spot. They come back in, step off and up. I love and that. Again, same thing. Ball goes over here. They go out. They go underneath, so they're running like a figure eight. I like drill. that. I like the name, too, because it just kind of shows yep. them what you're doing. Exactly. Okay. And then, to make it simple, the five on eight shell. So, you're doing that, you're doing that figure eight while you, your other coach is doing the figure eight. What are you doing then? I'm doing that three on three. I'm doing that guard one. You're doing the guard one. That okay. we just went over. So, that, so that three it, on in four. a practice, I'm trying to sense my practice. So, in a practice thing, that would be five minutes total. You don't, um, you don't need to switch. You don't need to switch. Day, um Eight no minutes. now if you have girls that take and can play both you know we do have some threes that can play oh, yeah that's two. two that's true then but you can do is on day one wherever you think they're going to play the most have them do it on day one i'd have them go there you know for right. a three or two and but the next day you might say hey you might tell your coach get this person in the first 30 and seconds then go grab them and then yeah. go to the other side or something okay. but like on day one this I, i'd say that's probably gonna take about 10 or so minutes the first day or so but once yeah. you once you get going, then are you doing that? In Jan- are you doing that in January? Are you doing all this no. stuff in January? No, because no. you'll see. Because on the next drill, Steve, we have we put it all together. So we go. We have eight offensive players against our five defensive players. So we're going five on eight. Okay. So this, all you're doing, this, this is the same thing you just did. It's just you're putting it all together. But that, but that you're doing in January. For yes. yes. This week, and this, we do a lot of this stuff for like even um, scouting reports. Okay. You know, because we, you know, if we're gonna play a team that shoots a lot of threes, right? We in might. The corner, yeah. You have to make sure you cover this. You know, if they if they get a good look three off, we give the offense a point. If it goes in, we give them two. So and then we take in, you know, blue rotates off, white rotates on. And whoever has the uh, the lowest score wins at the end, you know. Okay. Um, so we do a lot of stuff um, out of this five on eight. But this is the same thing you just saw, except for we're just putting everybody together. So these guys are running their figure eight like they did. These guys are running that three on four, four or uh, three on five drill. But we're just putting together. So after after that first week or so, you, you don't even have to do those first few drills. Okay. This would be where you'd want to start probably. Okay. Right here. Yeah. Okay. So this is just like, say, five on eight. Um, eventually, you know, it's kind of like a shell with, you can have them stationary if you want to have them, if you want to work, um, the dribble drive now, every couple passes, they work on trying to get into a gap. Okay. It's whatever, you know? Yep. Um, so that's the five on eight drill. Eventually we'll play it live. We'll play five on six. So we'll just get the, the offense, six players, 
the person in, inside can move around anywhere they want. There's no three seconds. They can, they can flash. They can go short corner. And we'll just play it live. Okay. Five on six. Do you – um, is there a specific – what offense do you run? We run motion against anything. Okay. And, and do you think that works with this? I mean, is there a reason you're running that offense with this defense is my question. No. No, it's just something we've always – I'll tell you this, though. I think when it comes to – with us being aggressive in the, in the full ball press – um, that was my question. Is you're, aggr- you're it sounds like you're very aggressive the entire game. It compliments, yes. I mean, we 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 transition our we we have one of our pillars is attack mentality. Okay. So on defense, we're trying to be disruptive, attack you. You know, same thing offensively. We're not. So it's, it's not like we're going to try to speed you up and stuff on in the in the the defensive side, and we're going to be right. slow and you know. No, so if is, I'm open and I'm a shooter, you're going to say, "Okay, shoot it." You don't care if it's five seconds into the offense. I don't want to say we run a Grinnell style where we just okay. shoot up something, but it, depending on who it is and, you know. But it's, it's not slow. It's not like you no. coming down and trying to, okay. No, no, but, but we're, we try to be disciplined where, you know, if we can get that same shot after three or four passes, but in those three or four passes, we might get a, a better shot, like a, a great, you know, a, a layup. Right. right. You know, we'll do them, but um, again, a lot of it. So, so what, what I'm trying to get to is your offensive possessions are relative faster than probably the teams that you play. Yeah, I mean, we take – I mean, you go back to the shot clock. We would probably – if we had a shot clock in Missouri, that shot clock would probably never go off when we we're, we're playing on us. I knew. For, you okay. Know? okay. I mean, that's, I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking for coaches that are listening, 15. it's like don't run – don't run um, – don't run flex. flex and make could. 35 pass. You could. You could run flex. Flex you is could, fine. But, but, right. like, my former coach, he runs flex and he runs ball press, but his ball press is more of a contain. It's right. not as aggressive. Yes. So, you know, he, he don't mind his scores being in the 40s and stuff. We usually score somewhere in the to mid to upper 60s with right. the girls. So, so, but so, so you – yeah. So what I'm t- saying to the listeners or the coaches, too, is if you're going to run this, at least as one of your counters, you can't – you're not going to come down and run Carolina's four corners. Like no, it, no, it, no, it's counter. Then don't do it because yeah. it's like you're you either yeah. picking up the pace or you're not picking up the pace. Yeah, we're we're big on you know points per possession. We're looking for you know right. Okay, try to get you know deflections. So we're trying to play at a a faster pace, but not one of those. So that's where I think picking an offense is important too. It's like it doesn't have to be motion. It could be dribble drive. It could oh yeah, be, yeah, yeah. There's lots of offenses oh. that would work with this. There's yes. probably very few that won't. Because most tend, don't tend to be the, the more slow, you know, blocker, mover. Yep. Fl- I mean, some but, of those tend to be a little bit more. But, I, but the good thing, like I said at the beginning, the good thing about this defense is it's a tempo control. You can choose whatever type of tempo you want to play at. And right. same thing with your offense. Your offense can complement this. So, so, so go back and zoom it out a little bit. I want to say, let's say, let's say you want to do that press so you can get the full court so I can see. I can't see the top. You got to move it up a little. My bad. You got. I just want to see the t- there. You go. So I can see the whole court. So show me how I would run this if I'm if I'm up, I'm up three with seven seconds to go, and I just want to slow you down. Okay. We just call contain like okay, uh, like up three. If you're up, you know, with a minute or so left, up six. We might just say, hey, clock is our friend right now. We just want to take and run clock off right. the. So we'll do the same thing. So what do you, what roles do you give the girls that are different? We just take and their job is we don't want to trap. We just want to, that's going to be where we do more of that bluff and peel back, okay. you know, make them, make them make, you know, if, if they want to make those passes do so, we don't care. Right. But the last thing I want to do is get in a trap and they split us. And now we're, 
Got so the ball. So put the put a put a couple of people on up there with one. So what you're saying, one should go at. This is what I do with my guys too. When we're in, one would go at, one would go at uh, that that offensive player, and and then might not even might not even get that close. Might bluff it and then yeah, and feel so, back. Yeah, yeah. She can you take know. a peel back and yeah, yeah, keep them off balance. They might take and peel back. Yeah. So we we don't want any one two traps. We don't want any two three traps. We just want to make them make an extra pass or two. So we just. We, I'll just yell blue and I'll just say, okay. hey, we're contained, contained. And then they yeah. just know to bluff, peel back. Bluff, what, peel what I've back. said is, too, is like if you bluff and peel back, that pass from guard to guard is scary at the end of a game. Like they're not – if you fake like you're yeah. going to trap, they don't know if you're going to trap or not. You're no. the only one that knows you're going to trap. Yep. Um, that peel back is – you call it contain. I like that. We uh, just call it contain. We're just we, – we're just – making them keep them in front of you yeah don't don't let them score in the first 10 seconds friends you know make them make them make the extra pass what i have found is one tends to get a little aggressive like at that point like especially if we've been doing it the whole game it's like so i almost need a call to tell him or her slow stop like because they're so used to being aggressive it's it's a hard thing to contain like you're saying yeah and we've done a good job over the last couple of years or the last year or so where we've like, so like the drills you've seen today are kind of like the, the main drills, the ones we, you know, kind of work at the beginning, but then, then we'll start once the season goes on, we might not do most of those drills. We might just do more of like a competitive scrimmage type things. Okay. We're like, we'll go, we'll go five on five so, on five. So, so for a coach listening, those drills we just went through, how long do you do those? Like from we're, a, we're probably, from, from your standpoint, I'd say the first month since, you know, to me, our not defense, for you. So, so now don't think your team, cause your team, the girls that are coming back already know like, like me or someone sure. that's just starting to I'd do say probably, I'd say at least 45 minutes to an hour. The first, if you're going two hours, at least right. the majority of the first half of practice or so. And okay. we usually do them towards the beginning of practice. Okay. Um, um, yeah. I'm a big believer in defense early. Yeah. late in practice yep. they'll pay and, much closer attention to offense later in the we yeah. we take in with our practice planning you know we do a lot of transition stuff first then we'll do defense we'll always save like our offensive stuff towards the end because they're tired it's like in a game you want them kind of learning you know when you're fatigued at the end of the game you got to be able to knock down shots you got to be able to, that mentality be able to think a little bit so we'll right. usually do some offensive stuff maybe towards the end okay. of practice but but those but like i said you won't be able to do all those in the first you know, uh, you might, like say, the five-on-five five shell, just to introduce the different traps in the three-quarter. You might do like the three-on, three-on-four with the ones and twos. You might do the figure-eight drill on the other end, and you might do the five-on-eight. That might be the only thing you do in that first 45 minutes to an hour just to get it down. To get it um, down. And then at least for the, maybe the first couple of days. But then post-Christmas, you've done these enough that they kind of know. Yeah. And then so you're they, probably they, tweaking for the opponents you're playing. Like, hey, yeah. Team X is going to do this to us. Here's our counter or how yep. we're going to read this. Yeah. Yep. So, what, what so causes like the biggest problems for you from like opponents that you have? What's that? What causes the biggest problems for you from opponents that you have when, because they, I, they uh, know you're doing this. Like yeah. Um, I'm going to think anything like teams that have multiple shooters or so where you have to really be Shoot three. Um, but again, that's with any anything you do. It doesn't matter what you run. I don't play man um, if they can shoot threes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I say the main thing. You know, if you have girls that are smart, and um, you know, I can go back and look at our, our stats off huddle assist, and like over the last couple of years, and um, 
the teams that have just smart kids, they're maybe more experienced, they're older, they make less mistakes. That causes problems. So we're not getting the deflections. You, you can tell when we go longer into the season, you know, once we start getting a, you know, championship game of districts or sectionals or quarter, whatever right. it is, um, you're not going to get as many of this, you know, you're, you're going to still control the tempo. So the ball press is going to be doing things that benefit you, but you might not get as many deflections. And do, you, do you track deflections? Is there any statistics that you track in this? We, um, I am big on your effective field goal percentage and then turnover percentage. You know, okay. if we win those two categories, and that's some, we're, we're lucky to have huddle assists where right. they do it for us, but uh, those are two categories. And then, like, points per possession, we try to get – like, this year I think we were, like, 1.03. So, we let, really let, let us know we weren't turning the ball over. We were, you know, getting good look, you know, right. uh, high percentage shots. And so, usually those are the three things we take in track. We'll, we'll take a look at deflections. Um, um, but usually it's just those – we just know if we win those two categories, you're – going to win probably 97 percent of your games you're going to win lots yeah. of your games yeah. if you do that i agree so again we we want to take and turn people over not turn it over ourselves and we want to take and get uh again that being disciplined on offense get, get good shots get high percentage shots okay anything else for for me or the coaches that are listening no i, I really perfect. think when when you start putting this in like let's say as a coach that like i know steve you took and did a little bit of this this season i did so, i did and it worked at times the problem is it kind of got lost in the shuffle because we had some sure. we had to work with but um but like a, a coach listening and they're putting this in i think you have to be you know the first thing i'll tell people you have to sell it to your team you have to be a good salesman yeah uh, that's the first thing i did when i got here um and, put, and well, I you would to, put it in early too i'd put it in early yeah i put it in like say my first year here you know, we, I moved down here in the summer, so I put it in over summer. But that first day I had them in open gym, and this is the first time I was really around my team. You know, I, I just try to sell them on, hey, we're going we're gonna to do something different that most teams don't do. That's We're going to press, make some misses. You know, we're going to be right. different in that way. And like I've told other people, I had no clue. Other, I, you know, I didn't know if anybody else was doing that around, but right. I just told, you know, we're going to do something different. And, 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 and It's, it's a relatively was, easy sell, though. Yes. Yes. And, and I think with girls, it was easy. I think like I say, everybody likes to take and, and press and, and play right. that way. Right. Um, and I think it's one of those things you have to kind of stay with. You know, there's going to be times where it, you know, you're going to give up some things maybe early, but, you know, some coaches are too quick to oh, scrap it and do something right. else. You know, I right. think it's your all in type, type defenses. And, and well, especially that. for coaches that are building programs too, you got to look at what's coming up. Are you going to yes. have, those kind of players are you going to, or maybe you're not and then and then it might not work but and, they, yeah that's why i told you at the beginning it's, it's kind of a a good program defense because you can tweak it right to fit your team you you can how aggressive you want to be um you know the different pick you know if i have a team that's not as quick maybe we don't pick up three quarter maybe we do more in the half court to the quarter court right different things like that so just you know, I, I think, I think you have to be a good salesman and then you have to, I think if, if you believe in it and the girls, your team, the boys know that you believe in it, they're going to believe in it as, as well. Great. Thank you, coach. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Appreciate thank it. You. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.